so uh, before I started my YouTube channel um, I had no idea that it was a Facebook community that they call Blackistan and you know it's like the black community they talk about different issues that's going on within the community I was totally unaware um, I stuck more to like finance channels and meditation stuff and music so I, I really didn't have any clue and when I started my channel you know it caused me to kind of look around to you know get a feel of different topics and different things that people was talking about you know and kind of doing my own little research you know as well to incorporate into my uh, material possibly um, my target audience is women of all cultures even though when I look at my analytics I have a lot of male followers from different regions as well and from different cultures but I just think today um, is very interesting um, to kind of address black issues uh, within our community and some things when I kind of looked around in the Blackiston community that I noticed was um, to me my first impression it seemed like it was a gender war going on between black men and black women which was you know mind-blowing to me um, some of the things that they were referring to some of the ideologies in the way the men thought of the black women um, I just thought it was you know, I didn't know a lot of black men as a collective thought that that way. And we all know that in every culture and race, there are exceptions. Um, there's a lot of wonderful black men and women in our culture. Um, but as a collective, many of us are very aware that the majority of people um, in the black community are very toxic. And I, I just wanna say that uh, before we begin this segment. I thought it was a good idea to bring in a black man who is very functional and in the black YouTube space, they refer to um, black men with good character as unicorns those guys that are functional healthy you know they know how to have healthy relationships with women they are uh, leaders um, so if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and then we can go ahead and start all right, hey YouTube. My name is T. All right, um, just on there, just giving my insight on what's going on in the Black community and how things, you know, kind of compound together because of past history. You know, our our entertainment culture, 
and you know our specific gender roles. Um, in my opinion, you know, and it is kind of based on you know how I grew up as well. Um, there is a, a large issue in the black community uh, with accountability, and most likely, most likely that stems from you know uh, past trauma history uh, within the actual within our culture, um, even influences such as you know entertainment and religion. For black men, what I see is. Like I said, the biggest thing is accountability. And I don't see a lot of effective leaders in the community. The biggest thing about our community is that once one person does one thing and everybody sees, uh, I guess, the falsehood of success, they want to kind of gravitate towards that and they want to emulate it. The problem is with that is that a lot of that, I guess a lot of that um, mentorship, if they're looking, they're looking for mentorship, probably because they come from a single family, uh, you know, a single, single parent household or wherever the case may be, they look at that person as a, a role model or they look at that person as a mentor. But the problem with that is, is that it's nine times out of 10 coming from the black community is probably going to be a negative person. So I'm not saying that everybody in the you know in in the ghettos or in the hoods, wherever you want to call it, are bad are bad influence on on kids. I think it's just not enough good influencers in the community, so that black young kids, specifically males, have a, a positive role model to look up to. I think that leads more to them growing up and, you know, at the end of the day, when they, when they hit an age of a thought, you know, having a good thought process, they, they tend to choose, you know, uh, you know, I want to be the next rapper. I want to be the next, um, you know, Jay-Z or whatever the case may be. You know, they're typically not thinking about, you know, I want to be the, the next master chess player, or I want to be, you know, a librarian or something like that. They, they're not really focused on that because that in the black community, especially like in the inner city, it's considered uh, a lane, right? So I, I think changing that concept first, um, letting them know that like, hey, being smart is cool. You know, being being a person that can be able to function right is cool. So you got to look at those, those aspects. Another thing um, she touched on was, was gender roles. I think gender roles also stem from not knowing, you know, young boys not knowing what their role is from from an early adolescence. So what do I mean by that? So when a lot of single family households are 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 you know are established, you know, father leaves, mother's there to take care of, you know, the whole household and everything like that. Depending on who they have in the household, maybe, you know, one or two brothers, you know, maybe one sister, you know, nine times out of 10, the older brother is probably going to be the one that try to to do everything or try to uh, take the effect of that that male father figure being gone. The problem is that that male father figure, that male adolescence never had a chance to be a kid. Yeah. And that 
also plays a major factor in their upbringing and even how they treat, you know, even how they treat women. Yeah. And can I say something too? Because um, as a black female, um, I can speak on this. If you sat down or we could have a worldwide survey of um, just to sit down with all the black women in the families. Um, a lot of black women that was raised in a culture would tell you many of them are raised to be independent, strong, and their brothers, um, the male counterparts was raised to, um, were coddled by the mothers, whereas the women were taught to do everything and to carry all the weight and, um, you know, take care of the brother's children, look after all the kids, um, you know, help the brother out when he's down. The mom may get mad at the, the sisters for not, you know, uh, you know, not wanting to be there for the brother is if the brothers was like basically put on pedestals and not required to work and be independent like a lot of the girls. If you if we could sit down and talk to many women in the black community, a lot of them will say, yeah, that happened to me. I'm very familiar with that. That is something that is ingrained in the culture. And I think it's, it's very toxic because a lot of people are going around with this, um, they're starting to understand narcissism and all these narcissistic people. And a lot of people may think that narcissism or narcissistic people are just created by trauma. And even though it is a lot of generational trauma in the black communities, a lot of narcissists are created because they were put on pedestals or became the golden child in the dynamics and coddled. And when you look at a lot of the males um, and the boys as they grew up, they were coddled by the moms and the sisters and the cousins and all the women in the family are taught to coddle the men where they don't have to be men. The women are carrying the weight. So I think that that's a good you know, that's good to address there. Like you said, the gender roles. I think that's what, what's playing a lot in the gender roles being reversed. Um, when I, you know, researched and went on other YouTube spaces in the Blackistan yeah. uh, community, I'm hearing how the men speak. And basically, like, like you said, talking about accountability, they're basically blaming the white man or the black women for their failures and why they're not masculine. And a lot of it, you know, they don't, a lot of them I don't even hear usually blame their fathers, even though the fathers were either left the homes for whatever reason, they don't blame the dads. Like that plays a major role too, because you did, they didn't have a masculine male rival role model to emulate that was healthy they don't know what true masculinity is they looked at their mothers and sisters and everybody 
doing everything. So when they get in relationship dynamics with women, when they're older, they expect women to do everything. They don't know their roles. Even listening to these red pill spaces and hearing how they talk, it's like they got a mentality like women are supposed to impress me. Women are supposed to compete for my affection and prove their loyalty. You know, they don't know about courting women correctly. They don't want to impress women. Um, men are supposed to um, prove themselves to women. That's a healthy dynamic. That's natural. And then the woman chooses the best mate. But a man is supposed to invest in women first and prove themselves. They don't know nothing about that. They are so entitled, many, as a collective in the Black community, that they really expect women to work for them. And, like, it's totally, I didn't even know all this was going on. I said, this is outrageous. So that's a good thing you brought up, accountability. Can we go more in detail with that? Do you think that's um, a main factor well, let me that touch they're on missing? The, let me touch on the, the red pill, uh, I guess the red pill society first. Mm -hmm. A lot of the, the red pill society doesn't understand that they, they choose, they do selective picking. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is that they choose and pick what what relates to them so mm -hmm. they can be able to go on their platforms and be able to feed off of what relates to them mm -hmm. so we talk about slavery as a whole right mm -hmm. and we and, and we, we look at slavery and they want to blame they want to blame the white man for slavery and stuff like that right so this happened you know over hundreds of years ago we're, we're in 2021 and we're still talking about the same old stuff because it's selective choosing they want you to see that okay this is still affecting the black society when in fact it's a small very very small percentage of the black society black black people are affecting themselves it's self it's a self-inflicted self -inflicted issue mm -hmm. it's not a it's not a white issue it's not a black issue you, you know it's not a it's an internal black issue but it's not it's not an issue with any with any other culture. Everybody has the same opportunity within America to be able to uh, prosper in life and have a you know advance in life and have a prosperous life. Um, a lot of those red pill guys they they just choose and select what they want to what they want to talk about so it, it it boosts their agenda. Second part of that is religion. A lot of them are not in religion, but they still want to choose values based off of religion mm -hmm. right they you know we always talk about you know the woman you know the man gave a rib or whatever the case may be um and, and we talk about all these stories and not calling folklores they're all folklore they're stories folklores. we can look around and see women have the babies mm -hmm. this is not an illusion out here so we're, we're looking at that mm -hmm. and they're they're basing they're basing their thought process off of okay you know what happened in religious time you're supposed to follow you know christianity uh, christianity and catholicism and stuff like that but the reality is is that a lot of those red pill guys that probably haven't stepped a foot in church over the last 10 years yeah but if you look at in our culture and black culture many women the black women go to church mm -hmm. is you see very few black men if any they go to church so why <laughs> use that as a crutch so but, what i'm saying yeah. is the red pill guys shouldn't use it as a crutch mm -hmm. just be real 
you know, just be real. If you want to just be like, hey, I don't want to do anything in life. I know I'm a bum. I got it. Who wants to date me? Mm-hmm. Then that's what your approach should be. It shouldn't be based off of uh, religion and slavery and you trying to, you know, wiggle your way into, you know, a, a female's life and, and then get there and then try to blame everything on the white man or blame it on some other. Or the black woman. Factors, yeah. Or, or the black woman. Um, you know, going back to what you're talking about as, as accountability, if you look through every neighborhood today, because I believe that every um, every neighborhood, every low poverty stricken neighborhood is the same with the same issues, with the same issues, crime, uh, poverty, uh, a lot of, you know, gender role, you know, dysfunction. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that going on. Weren't you referring to the statistic of how many black people live amongst each other and they don't move out? Uh, it's around it's around 70 to 85 percent uh, that live in the inner cities. That's what you're talking about. Of, of the black people that they live together, but they won't venture out to move to well, different locations. I, I can't recall the percentage, but it's a pretty high percentage. But remember, we only make up, you know, 13 percent uh-huh. of, of this country. With majority of our, with the majority of Black people living inside of the inner cities, um, they don't venture out of the inner cities. What's the percentage of the ones that don't venture out and live apart um, from it's other pretty Blacks? high. I think it was like eleven percent or twelve. It was like up there out of yeah. the thirteen percent. Are you talking about the ones that actually get out? Yeah. It? So it's, yeah, it's probably like eleven. Probably. Yeah, probably that's like that's crazy to me. Yeah. So we we gotta we gotta look at that, right? So what does that what does that come from? that comes from a lot of followers, yeah. right? Not even, not even a, an effective follower, just a regular old follower because everybody wants to follow behind somebody or do something that somebody's already doing, right? So we can look at the entertainment industry. Black people make up the majority of the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. When I mean classify the entertainment industry, I'm talking about the rapping, uh, sports, sports mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Right. So we, we make up a majority, actually, if not like darn near close to a lot of it, we make up that that entertainment uh, industry. Right. We're the only culture that that does that. Right. You don't you don't see you don't see uh, not too many Chinese people in the NBA, maybe like five or six, if that or maybe two. I don't know. I don't know too much statistics. But I'm pretty sure I can count them on one one hand, right? Um, but we're we are the ones probably 85 to 90, well probably 85 to 90 percent make up the NBA, make up the NFL, and and you know probably it's, singers, it's probably rappers, singers rappers like, like I don't know too much about baseball, but baseball is probably like you know probably like a middle ground in baseball because there's a lot of white athletes in um in baseball. But you see the picture, you see what's wrong here is that as a black culture, there truly isn't no individuality. It's now. It's like everyone is like follow trends. They don't have like their own identity. Mm-hmm. They don't value like other aspects of life, like education. Um, maybe you have a different hobby. Um Maybe you want to rock climb for mm-hmm. a living or you're into like engineering instead of 
you know, going to school for sports or football. And it's, it's a, a lack of identity. It's like in a black community, and many of us probably experienced it before, you're ridiculed if you're different. Yeah. And that's a problem. Yeah. Like, that, that means you're evolved. That means that you have a healthy identity about yourself. That's how people are supposed to be. If you look in other cultures, they're socialized to be individuals. Mm. And it seems like in the black culture, it's like, like you said earlier, they look at you like you're lame. (laughs) You want to be smart and intelligent, you're lame. You know, you you should, you know, the cool kids is the drug dealers and stuff. You know, that's, that's craziness. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, and, And like I said before, you have a lot of young kids in the inner cities, they would much rather look up to a lot of the rappers and stuff like mm-hmm. that versus the one, you know, versus the ones that that are living a pretty good, healthy lifestyle and are actually really good role models to emulate. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, they don't see the the tangible things like money and cars and stuff like that. They don't see the things that that you can't see, right? So they're 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 looking at uh, what I can see visually with my eyes. They don't understand that a lot of your thought process and a lot of your moves that you make is you know your ability to have foresight on what you want to be in life, being able to look at what you're doing now and kind of seeing how it will apply in your future. A lot of our black community wants the now, 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 mm-hmm. especially our kids. They want the now, they want the cars, they want the money and stuff like that. Now, now, now. Now it's a compounding factor, right? Because remember we talked about, you know, the, the traditional household, you know, the household. And this is like the new traditional household in the black community. The one mother traditional household in you know, that young kid seeing their mother struggle. Yeah, that been right? going on. So yeah. they're seeing them struggle and they feel, they feel as though that they have to be the man, right? And then they see the things out in the street, the things that they can get fast, right? Fast mm-hmm. money to, to fix problems or whatever the case may be. That's, that's a trend that's been going on for years of a young black boy seeing their mother struggle and then... You know, they have to go out there in the streets and feel as though they have to be a man overnight, right? They, they don't have the ability to be a child, right? So that's that's one of the, the major factors. But that's also contributed by the man, right? Because the man impregnates the woman mm-hmm. and then wants the and then leaves, right? Mm-hmm. And then that starts that that starts that that down that downward spiral cycle of them wanting to get fast money. Then wanted to go out, wanting to go out in the streets. Then wanted to to sell drugs. Then wanted to do certain things. But should I say that's an illusion too? Because even though you can acquire materialistic things, mm-hmm. like you can look at a lot of celebrities and athletes that go broke five years after they're yeah, out, yeah. and a lot of the rappers who don't own their masters or you know they don't own the record labels. That still does, just because you can acquire materialistic things, it doesn't mean that you create wealth. Because a lot in a black community, a lot of black people don't have wealth. So that's all like an illusion. Yeah, yeah I call them rich dummies. Yeah, rich, yeah. They're just rich, rich dummies. Yeah. At, at the end of the day. Um, anybody with any type of brain can have 
money. Some people get money by luck. Mm -hmm. Some people just fall into money, right? And at the end of the day, you can tell at the end of the day, if a person has a good team around them to make sure they manage their money right mm -hmm. so they don't, you know, later down in the future go bankrupt or, you know, you, you traditionally have that smart person to where they, they know how, they know the difference between being rich and being wealthy because there's, there's a big difference. And and, and I want to tap, tap on that just a little bit. Just our thought process. It, it, it has to be a change. It has to be a change of thought, the way we think in with inside the black community, right? We, we have to change our thought process because the rest of society is looking at us as the entertainment culture. And that's it. That, and that's <laughs> it. That's all we can do, right? That's all we can do. And that's not true. That's definitely not true. <laughs> Why do we have to have a Black History Month to constantly remind us that we are other people other than sports? Yeah. Right? We, we got to constantly be re reminded by that, right? So I, I don't look at um, like any other factor but that, right? Well, a couple factors, right? I look at entertainment culture, I look at past history, and I look at like gender roles, what what masculinity is and what femininity is, right? And we're getting we're, we're getting those roles mixed up, right? Because it's based off of you know how we grew up, you know who we grew up around, if we had a stable household. There's many different factors mm -hmm. that that make up um, a person, their upbringing, and stuff like that, right? So we, we have to look at all these things, but we also had to look at the solution. The solution, nine times out of 10, all the time doesn't have to be a, a community decision. It can be an individual decision. Mm -hmm. Meaning you as a, as, a, as a black person, understanding your surroundings and knowing when to get out. You know, you, you're not black because you stay in the hood. You're not black because, you know, you don't have to feel like you're black all the time because you can, because you, you know, go to a specific store or go to a specific thing. You can step outside of your comfort zone and do other things. You can go hiking. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, walk trails, stuff like that. You can be a chess player. You know, there, there's, there's no limitations on what you can do. Um, just because of your race or whatever the case may be, that's the, your race and stuff like that is, a, is irrelevant, right? But the way we do it is it's it's the way we do it, and the way people and the way I see it, it's all self inflicted. From this point on, it's all self inflicted. We choose to stay in the hood. We choose to sell drugs. We choose to listen to whatever rappers out there telling telling your kids. Or telling you to go out there to go harm another black person, mm -hmm. or or sell drugs to another black person, right? Because at the end of the day, we're there's there's not a a high statistic of white people just going around killing black people every day. It's black people killing black people. It's just that it's more televised when a black man is killed, and it's made a big deal. Yeah. Because it's political. It's political. It's yeah. political. But if you look at the statistics, if even other cultures of men that get killed, there a lot of it's more white men getting killed than black men, but it's not promoted in the media. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's dangerous and it keeps 
a lot of black people, especially the black male in a victim mentality, um, mm -hmm. as if he's a victim. And I see a lot of that, even listen to some of the YouTube spaces um, with the black males, it's like they have that victim mentality. Um, can you address what you think, where that comes from and how, what type of solutions can be done for the men to become more leaders instead of blaming everyone and... Okay, so it's yeah. a two, that's a twofold uh, answer. Um, so number one, we talked about it before. We talked about the, the influence of... Um, Religion. I'm not, not just talking about Christianity, too. Mm -hmm. I'm talking religions. about all religions. Yeah. All right. I'm talking about you know Muslim, every, everything. I'm talking about all religions because all religions at the end of the day have some type of mechanism to uh, to control you and keep you in place. But that's a that's for another time. And then we talk about uh, a slavery. Right. But the the other portion behind that is the, like like. Like you were saying, how the media portrays us mm -hmm. and how uh, the government, and it, it boils down to the government too, how the government assists uh, assist, um, the way, the, the, pretty much the way they give out funds to lower communities, right? So they're always going to fund the lower community. People think that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Well, in fact, it's not a good thing because they fund you to stay in that specific level yeah they keep you stagnant they keep you they keep you stagnant. like the section eight programs the welfare and then they'll keep getting assistance and they'll never grow past that and evolve they'll I'm never saying. grow past that and evolve yeah. right so it's up to it's it's up to you as an individual to be able to say this is the last time i'm taking assistance i'm going to get out here and do what i have to do to wean myself off of that because that is a that is a form of control that, that controls uh, society, right? So that's why you don't have a lot of black people venturing out to go to different areas of the country to go live. They much, they're much comfortable in an area to where they can get assistance and stay on assistance and be, and, and be able to be in those areas um, to, to just pretty much just live, right? Hey, I'm all for people getting assistance and doing what they had to do as a temporary solution. Should only be a temporary solution to get up on your feet, maybe go to school, pick up a trade, um, pick up a degree or whatever the case may be, and then gravitate towards that next level, right? That's that's only a stepping stone. The next step is is putting everything, you know, putting everything into play and making sure it works for you. And making sure you you are able to take care of yourself. If that makes if, if if that means you getting out of your comfort zone and going somewhere that you've never been, then so be it, right? Because like I told you before, every hood is the same, right? Every you know in every aspect, every hood is the same. It is. It's, it's you know you're gonna have your same hood issues and stuff like that, right? But the person that's going to that's going to reap the benefits of life in general is the person that understands where they're at and where they want to go. So they're looking at the present right now and they and they want to see where they're going to be at in the future. They're just not going to go go ahead with the status quo. And a lot of black men are like that. 
a lot of black men are, they want to say that they're alpha males, but they're actually beta males. Mm -hmm. They're actually beta males because a real alpha male, a real alpha male is going to figure out how they're going to, number one, if you have a family, they're going to figure out how the family is going to eat and then they're going to strategically place their family in a position to succeed. Mm -hmm. That's what alpha males do. Not beta males on red pill talk, talking about women should be marrying them and all this crazy stuff. Submitting. Submitting. Which is crazy because submission, um, submission requires marriage. And in a black community, a lot of the men aren't socialized to be husbands or they don't even want to marry the women. The single mom rate is crazy. It's It's like it's it's a 70 or 80 percentile ratio. Mm -hmm. So... I'm trying to figure out as men, um, how how do they even have the mindset to want submission from women when they go around creating baby moms? Women aren't supposed to submit to men who don't protect and provide for them mm-hmm. and you know, aren't good leaders. So where's the man's role in these communities? Well, I, I, yeah, I, and I definitely understand that. But women have to understand, too, mm-hmm. that you have to police other women up, too. Yeah, Because that's some true too. women are allowing this to happen. That's and it's true. putting a, a negative stamp on the real women out there that are, are, are really trying to make these changes happen and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and, and really, and, and really push the, the, you know, the culture and the gender forward, That's you know, true. Pa- past that, uh, for the men, like I said before, the, the men that they, they're more driven on, they're more driven on that entertainment culture, what they see on, I'm just going to cut a plain cut and dry. They, they, they want to emulate what they see on TV. They want to emulate, um, uh, how other people are, are so-called getting it. Or That's not real life though. So would you say that in black culture, they have a problem understanding reality from entertainment. Yes, yeah. big time. They they don't understand the reality. They don't understand reality from entertainment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that and and sometimes that boils over because I I bet you probably majority of those rappers out there. I bet you those kids are in private schools mm-hmm. and they're doing they're you know they're living trying to live their best life right. So they're in private schools. They they have nothing but the best. Yeah. Right. But they'll get on but there they and tell rap. your kids yeah. to, to trap or die, or they'll <laughs> tell your kids to to go go murder somebody or take somebody out. Right. But you don't see them doing that. Nine times out of ten, those rappers ain't doing that. They just full of crap. Right. So it's up to the individual person to be smart to understand reality versus entertainment. Yeah, it's it's entertainment at the end of the day, right? But if you know that you have an issue with deciphering entertainment from reality, then you know you might want to work that issue out. And that brings up another topic, mm-hmm. men. You got to believe in self care. You got to believe in self care. If you got to go to get therapy, oh, a lot of men go get therapy. It's as simple as that. The mental illness, like them, that's something like foreign to in the black culture. It's as simple as that. I'm all for therapy. Mm -hmm. I will go to the therapist in a minute. Any little thing. (laughs) It's 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 simple as that. You see, every other culture when they have problems and issues, they go to therapy. Yeah. 
right? Now, I'm saying that the theory, therapy is going to work 100% of the time, but, uh, but at least you're taking that stepping stone to, to under, not, not, not necessarily, like, you're, you're trying to understand yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And as you get older in life, as you grow in age, you change. Mm-hmm. You change. And then sometimes you, you probably don't know why the change is happening. Uh, sometimes you might get to an area in your life to where, you know, past stuff comes up in your life. And you want to understand what's going on. Therapy can help with that, right? Can, can I ask something? Because I was, uh, I couldn't believe the statistics of how many black women are getting killed mm. at the hands of black men in the communities. It's like, uh, it's like every six hours a black woman is getting killed. Do you think mental illness, and I'm not making an excuse, but do you think it's, because of a lot of mental illness is going unchecked in the black communities? Yes, I believe that a lot of mental illness is going unchecked. Um, and there's ways how, you know, this issue can be resolved. But I always say it, it has to be a choice first. It has to be an individual choice first and the willing to, you know, go to therapy or are doing it because you can offer all the funds and all the the assets mm-hmm. in the community as a whole. It depends on the individual person to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it starts with you know changing the culture, changing changing the culture because right now the culture is driven off of uh, you know other factors to where a lot of this stuff is being bled into younger younger ages. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it's harder to break them out as they get older and older and older. I believe when you start younger and you start mentoring and molding the, the adolescents, I'm talking about anywhere between, you know, you know, five and 12 is probably like the most critical years for, for kids to absorb, absorb stuff, right? And absorb information. Right. So getting those kids right then and there, letting them know that there's other stuff that they can do out there, getting them out of certain areas, wherever you live at, Chicago, Philadelphia, getting even them out of- Even if you're a single mom. Even if you're a single yeah. mom, getting them out of those areas and giving them another perspective. Because right now, this is all they know. Mm-hmm. They only know- the inner city or they only know this this one particular troubled area mm-hmm. get them out of that area so they can be able to see what's uh that what's uh, out other there. people and other cultures live differently and they'll be able to expand their minds and know that they can be different and do different things and that it's okay to have an identity it's okay you don't have to be ridiculed you can accept and embrace that you're different and you want to participate in different activities and things like that. I, I think that's good. Um, we talked about earlier, you mentioned even with the black women, um, you talked about religion and how it plays a factor in the perception and the minds of the people. Mm-hmm. I totally believe that. I think, you know, because we live in a patriarchal society, um, that affects a lot of the women's perception as well. Mm-hmm. And a lot of black women, like I talked about earlier, how they raised to be independent and their male counterparts and brothers and everything, they're raised to be 
um, they're more coddled. Um, a lot of black women are male identified. Mm. They naturally was uh, kind of conditioned, can I say, to kind of put the man on the pedestal instead of embracing their womanhood first. Mm. So I do notice that a lot in the culture. When you, you talk um, to a lot of women or you see the dynamics, like in a black culture, you'll notice that as a collective, many of the women, they'll, they're the ones taking care of the men while the men are sitting home, you know, and it's like they cater into them, they cater into dysfunction. Mm. You know, many of the women, they're very um, ambitious. They, they're the ones that have the jobs, the careers, the businesses. Mm. And it's like the black male is lagging behind. He's like falling behind. He's way behind. You know, yeah, and even though the women are like carrying, um, basically carrying the culture and doing everything by themselves. Um, I notice in talking and listening to other spaces, um, that it's almost as if the black male is resenting the very women that stuck around when their fathers left or you know, carried the weight. And that's what I don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, I, you notice that also like for a lot of the black males that maybe they may get a little bit of money, you start seeing them, you know, date out and marry out to other cultures of women instead of keeping the wealth in the communities. Can you address like, or speak a little bit on um, that dynamic between the black man and the black woman and how you think that came about that they it's like almost like a resentment like when I go into YouTube spaces the black men are attacking the black women as if that nothing they do is good enough but how can that be these are the women that they're basically race loyal they basically are the ones that carry the the culture and raise the children by themselves. I don't understand why they're being so attacked, and it's just crazy. So, I, I believe this leads back to accountability, mm -hmm. right? So, accountability and knowing what your role is. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of them probably know what their role is supposed to be, right? A lot of you. A lot of men that are not doing what they're supposed to do. So you think they, they know, know the role, oh, okay. right? They know the role, but they don't know how to get there. So therefore, they turn it around on the black woman. It's kind of like reverse psychology, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm not doing that. You know, this is not my fault. This is your fault because you made me like this. Or, you know, just making up excuses, right? So I believe that, number one, it's 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 accountability for, for the most part. It's accountability, right? Understanding that you have to take care of a family. And then number two, um, pretty much it's it's you gotta own it. Like you got you gotta own it. You you gotta look at you gotta look at your situation. Don't blame it on the black woman, because the black woman did nothing but help you out, probably paid your pay, paid the rent. Probably paid for your school that you dropped out of, your tech school or your certification because you said it was too hard 
or whatever the case may be. Not even that. They're Jordans. They're Jordans they're or whatever weed the case may be. Why right? they're sitting home not working? Now I'm gonna tell something about. I'm gonna tell you. I don't know who guys are listening out there or whatever the case may be. I'm gonna tell you straight up. You are not the prize. You are not the prize. Bottom line. I don't care if you're a red pillar or you know you want to walk around pouting about how the man is keeping you down or whatever the case may be. That is beta male mentality. Let that be said right now. That is beta male mentality because a man supposed to look at solutions at solutions on how to fix problems, not whine about the problem. Figure out how to fix it. If you was in jail, that's your problem. If you if you walking around the house, tearing up the house, talking about, oh, I can't find a job because I got felonies and I can't do this and I can't do that. Who fault is that? That's your fault. Or in a relationship. That ain't the black woman fault. That ain't the white man fault. That's your fault. That's an individual problem that you need to iron out. Or in relationships, why, like you said, they a lot of them, I believe, they do look at themselves like they're the prize. And that's why they don't know how to value and respect women. Yeah. Like, they don't look at a black woman or woman problem in general and be like... I'm supposed to adore and cherish her and take care of her. They look at a woman as an object, like a resource. Like I'm, I'm supposed to She's use supposed her. To take care of me. Yeah, yeah, or I'm supposed to just hump on her, use this one, go to the next mm-hmm. one when I'm done with her, and recycle. Like that's a terrible, like that is so dysfunctional. I don't know. Y'all can y'all can leave comments down in in in, in the uh, down I'm below. Sure they will. Um, <laughs> Because this is an issue with, <laughs> with, with black men, right? And I'm a black man myself. And, you know, I see it every day. I see see black men going out there just making excuses for themselves mm-hmm. and just, just being mad at society and being mad at life just because they got dealt the, you know, sometimes it's self-inflicted, but they got dealt the, a, a bad deck of cards, but they want to sit up there and blame it on everybody else, mm-hmm. right? Let me tell you something. 60 years ago, they had it way harder than what you got it now. But guess what? I, I believe that society, that black culture back in the day was more stronger than what we have now. A lot as of the black males. Okay. A lot of the black males way more stronger than these, these males that we got today. A lot of them were. And on top of that, they had to fight racism right straight in their face. Mm-hmm. And still did what they had to do. Even the black female had to walk to school and get spit on. I mean, it's televised. Them getting spit on and stuff walking into school and still went to school. Mm-hmm. So in this today's society, y'all got y'all don't got no no reason to to not want to be successful in life because all the you know all the the resources are there. You know. So would you agree that when we um, look in the news and we see stories like Zach Stacy and you know, all these guys on these YouTube spaces that are attacking women and going to women's channels and, you know, attacking they them. They males. Do, do you think, like you said, is it out of a frustration because they know they felt in life? A lot of them have felt in life mm-hmm. and they want to have something to take it out on to make sure that, to, to let them feel good. At the end of the day, a lot of, a lot of these men out there on these, on these platforms telling men, that they're the prize or telling men that, you know, 
yeah, you should put your hands on a woman and all this yeah, crazy or stuff. Mani- or they teaching men how to be manipulative towards women. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Why would you want to not have a healthy relationship with a woman? That's what I'm that's saying. That's, that is that is beta male mentality. Mm-hmm. That is beta male mentality. That's nowhere near an alpha male. If a, a, if a male has to go on the internet or on on their on their platform and has to explain why they are the, why they are the prize or why you know why black men should be worshipped up and down you're a beta male because a real man won't even say nothing real men lead by action yeah that's what real men lead by action right so you you, you got to be able to put yourself in that space to be able to lead by action but not even that. Wouldn't like that takes a lot of energy to be promoting disharmony. Like me personally, I think some of the, that energy can be used to start creating wealth in the black community mm-hmm. for men to have resources, start progressing in their jobs and their careers, taking care of their families. Like, well, this is this is why I say this. We talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. And I probably got some flack for it. I'm probably going to get some flack for it on here. There there will be never again a such thing as a black dollar. There will never be a black dollar again. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that, that there, were, there will never be a black dollar again, is because of this identity crisis. Mm-hmm. This gender rule crisis, right? It's, it, there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of, you know, layers that that are peeled back that's going to stop that that the culture from moving forward right when when certain men make money right they have to worry about what you can't go back to the hood no more because you got to worry about the hood killing you because you have money like just a whole bunch of jealous black men just sitting there because you made it mm-hmm. that yeah you see a lot of that right because you on. because you're the one that made it instead of congratulating you they want to. They're they're contemplating on taking taking you out, right? So how can you generate a black dollar off of a black person that's willing to take another black dollar away from another person, another black person? You can't you can't generate anything from that. That that's why a lot of black people when they get out the hood. A lot of them, a lot of them, for the most part, stay out. Or we get away from even if it ain't a hood. There's a lot of black people. They there. get away. Yeah, get they away get away, them. right? Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, I don't even fault them because I'll tell you right now, I'm all for gentrification, mm-hmm. all for it. Because at the end of the day, if I go into the hood and buy up houses and stuff like that and try to flip little houses, yeah, you're gonna make a little bit of money. But you always got to worry about the crime rate in that area and that crime rate bringing your value down of your home. Yeah, or the value not being able to go up because of all the crime. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm all I'm all for it, right? I'm all for, you know, black people getting out of the inner city. Seeing what the seeing what you know the suburbs and stuff has to offer, or travel the world, or, or travel move to world. new countries and experience yep. different things, get away from black culture. Period. Yeah, because black culture is toxic. If once people like you know, once you start moving around, and for those black people that 
we are used to other things and traveling and, you know, seeing other things and, you know, experiencing different things. The world doesn't work <laughs> like what's going on in a black community. It's a whole different world out there. It is. You know, other cultures are not socialized like that. That's a toxicity at its finest. Um, it, it's just... This is crazy to me, but yeah. It is crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I, I, I love being black, right? I love being black. I, learn, I, I love certain things about the culture. I really, really do. Um, I believe we go to, anytime they have an exhibit um, here in our area uh, or something comes into town that, that's, that's, you know, that's black culture, I, you know, I try to make it my duty to go there, right? And kind of experience that type of black culture from that perspective, not always from the rapping perspective. Like the art, the art, um, you know, museums and exhibits, stuff like that, different exactly. stuff. Yeah. That so, part of black culture is beautiful and different things. Exactly. And, and you know, I, you know, we like seeing, uh, we like seeing that type of, of that, that type of, um, I guess like to see that type of perspective, right. From, from the black community. Right. But, the black community, remember, we're like one of the first original people, right? So the black culture is in any culture that you see in the world. Oh, yeah. Because we, we were the, you know, pretty much the originators, right? So it's perfectly fine to go and experience the world and experience different cultures mm -hmm. because our culture pretty much was the first culture, right? It, it was the, the black culture pretty much was the first culture. So it, it's perfectly fine to get outside your comfort zone and experience, especially if you're, you know, you're still in the hood and stuff like that. Everybody come from different backgrounds, different settings. Um, you know, it, you know, everybody started off in different places. But the reality is, um, not too many people are going to go where you, where you go at, right? They're not going to experience the things that you experience. Um, if you choose, and I'm talking for black men right here, if you choose to be that person that that listens to uh, you know these red pill guys and you know listen to these uh you know anti-women type of you know black women type of uh platforms um i just encourage you to you know get out there and and see exactly what's going on in your neighborhood and see exactly how this stuff plays out right because there's always going to be a domino effect you know you know you might be within that domino effect you might be a person that doesn't have a job right now or has a felony or whatever the case may be and you're trying you know you might catch yourself um looking at your wife or your spouse or your girlfriend looking at her as a prize i encourage you to to step outside of that realm and 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 look at and study what a male really is supposed to be based on other cultures like for them to Yes, experience different cultures and Go see how and their see males how the other males treat and other cultures, how they treat women, women. how yeah. they function as males, period, mm -hmm. in society. And we're not I'm not saying that there's there's probably a woman beater or or, or a person yeah, that, it goes on in, in every, every culture. culture, right? It, it's in every culture. But it, it's just more prevalent. It's culture. more prevalent in our black culture. And like I said, that derives by a lot of different factors. And, you know, like the main things, you know, what we have right now for us, our entertainment stuff, right? 
what we, you know, our past history when it comes down to religion and, and, and slavery um, in generals, right? But you can't let that be the reason why you're not succeeding in life. Biggest thing in, 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 in the black culture and black society, uh, the biggest thing that we need to work on is accountability. Being accountable for your actions and accepting. And, and can I say black on black crime oh. too? Why is it like a lot of blacks will get upset when you start speaking on black on black crime? Like they don't want to talk about that, but that's really big in the community. That's something that needs to be addressed and changed. You see a lot of mostly the black males are the ones that, you know, they're doing the killings. Mm. So, can you speak on that? So this is a, the, this is one of the biggest things. This is one of the biggest things that I look at. Uh, I, I look at um, statistics, right? And I also look at you know how black on black crime affects the community. So we all know that there is racism in America, right? We 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 understand that. We understand that. We understand that there is police brutality in America. We understand that. We also understand that there, to some level or degree, um, there, you know, there is, you know, a lot of discrepancies within side uh, of America. We understand that as a whole. But at the end of the day, we black on black crime is astronomically high than any police killings or any white on black crime. Uh, for the like, for the like last past like twenty years, right? So, what I'm saying is, is that crimes committed by, like crimes committed by black people, nine times out of ten, there's no stranger. It's people that know you or you have an acquaintance with. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about your brother, your so-called brother, right? Your so-called man's in the street, right? Nine times out of ten. They're going to be the ones killing you, or you, you're going to know you're going to know you're killing. Nine times out of ten, people know who their killer is. There's a very small percentage of just a random act of violence. A very small percentage when you're looking at percentages. But black on black crime, we are our own self exterminators. Yes. Can't blame it on the white man. The white man ain't got shit to do with this. Sorry for me cussing. You're fine. But the the white man ain't got nothing to do with this. Right. It, it, it is us killing each other. So when I look on the news and I see, you know, all these riots going on and I and I, you know, I see all these marches going on, all this Black Lives Matter stuff and all this good stuff. That's all fine, well and good. But at the end of the day, Black Lives got to matter to Black Lives. Bottom line, however you want to put it, you can be mad about it. You can be like, oh, no, it's the cops. It's the cops. They doing this to us. They tearing us up everywhere. You got to start doing some self-reflecting and see that majority of this stuff is going on. It, it, it's you're you're the ones that is pushing this agenda. Can I ask you something? Because I'm starting to notice this too. Um, it like even in the media, it seems like every time a black man gets killed, it's like it's made a big deal. Do you think black men are like a protected class? 
because when you see a lot of black women and little girls is getting killed and raped and molested and all types of stuff going on, um, traffic, you know, human traffic, you don't see the outcry in the, you know, for the for the black females. Mm -hmm. It's not like made so into a big deal. It's, it's it, it should be a big deal, um, but a lot of this is getting pushed by. And I'm not saying er, everything deserves its its media attention. Every facet and every issue deserves media attention. But the issue is is that a lot of the media tends to focus on what's pushing what's pushing the agenda. You know, what's pushing, you know, during political season, right? You know, during the presidential race, you know, that was the, the focal point of the presidential race. And I was like, that was like one of the core issues. And that's fine. It should be one of the core issues. But there are many core issues out there that need to be addressed, like how black women are dying every five hours in America. Um, you know, like it, th there should be many issues that should be brought to the forefront. I think the problem is, is that yes, the black male is a protected class. It's a protected class for a reason. Why? It's to keep black people, it's to keep the black male down. Regardless, it's to keep the black male down. If you keep on talking, you know, if you keep on talking about it and be like, oh, you know, we're going to give them more opportunities and stuff like that, or whatever the case may be, you're only going to give them chips and pennies, right? So now, now there's a benchmark. So if I if, if I'm a black male and sky's the limit and I'm and I, my thought process is high and then somebody comes in and be like no I'll help you out with this and put a benchmark on so you when you say down you mean to keep them in a victim state of mind keep them in a victim state of mind yes so it's per it's pushed out there to keep the black male in the, the victim okay. state of uh, state of mind because they're not going to want to do anything outside of that. They're going to stay within that protected class. They're not going to, because they're going to want to ride that boat as long as they can, because that gives them the escape card to act the way that they act. So this person, oh, this is why they act the way that they act is because this happened. Mm -hmm. Or 400 years ago, 400 something years ago, it was slavery. You know, so it keeps them in that, in, in that protected class to where they can't even advance and they can't even think outside, think outside of that benchmark because they know that they're protected within side of that realm you know it's the same with assistance in the hood it's the same it's the same process oh we'll keep on throwing money at them and we'll keep on giving them we'll keep on giving them money because i know they're not going to grow outside of that we're going to keep them within this realm right here because basically you think it's like a whole society thing they just need a Poverty class. You need classes. And the reality is mm -hmm. not every, especially in America, not everybody's going to be rich. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's going to be poor. Mm -hmm. Right? There, There's classes. There's a reason why there's classes. You know, you want everybody to be on the same playing field. Right? But everybody doesn't. You have people that start off rich and end up poor. You got people that's poor mm -hmm. and that's, you know, goes up to be rich or well off or stable. Right? Um, if you look back in, in, in ancient times and different places around the world, there's classes for a reason. There, there's classes for a reason. Now, you know, it, people might beg to differ on this, but, you know, how can it, how can an economy, how can an economy, uh, develop itself or 
or grow if you know they don't have certain classes and, and certain people buying stuff. If everybody was rich and stopped buying stuff, then we wouldn't have a we wouldn't have a, a system, right? Yeah, but even being poor, like um, a lot of blacks are in poverty, but they the but they the, the, the biggest, biggest consumers. Biggest consumers. It's not stopping them from purchasing and the biggest stuff, contributors you know? to other people's success. Yeah. And not their own. Not their own. That's right? another The biggest problem. contributor to other people's success. They don't invest in themselves. They don't invest in themselves. Look at the Jewish community. The mm-hmm. Jewish community, a lot of the Jewish community reinvests it back into the culture. Mm-hmm. Not the, the culture. They reinvest it back in. They are, they are a, a banking culture. Jewish people, they are a banking culture. Yeah, but they, they have that type of unity. In a black culture, you see, you know, a lot of the mentalities is like that crab in a barrel type of type of way. Savagery. Yeah. It's savagery. If, if you look at it. And that's why you believe that there will never be a black dollar. There will never we, be. You never can't have that unity. You ever. can't have that unity ever again. Unless something would have to drastically change. Mm-hmm. I hate to be the negative Nancy, you know, but it had it's something. It, it has to. It has to be a, a, a like a cosmic shift. With inside of the culture, in order for that to to happen, it would have to be it had to be something big to where we, you know, as a community, go in and be able to affect, like I said, those critical stages between five and twelve, those critical ages between five and twelve, male and female. You would have to go in there and, and change that and and wait for the next generation, and, and hopefully you. You know, change the minds of a lot of that generation. So when they get older, you know, they'll be able to. So because you said that it may never be, a, you know, a black dollar. Um, a lot of the males, even in different cultures, the males are the ones who usually create the wealth and pass the wealth down. Mm-hmm. So yes. if you don't have the black men in that state of mind where they are not getting assets and creating wealth, mm-hmm. would you, you know, would you? Do you think it's a good idea for black women to start divesting out to other cultures of men? A hundred percent. Like I said, we are of the world. Mm-hmm. Right? The black culture is of the world, right? And I believe if, if a person is there to take care, uh, take care of you, and make sure you're good at the end of the day, and encourage you to to, to be the best person that you can be. Mm-hmm. Then I'm all for it. I don't care what race they are. Yeah, the me end, too. At the end of the day, like it doesn't. That's that's irrelevant, you know. Yeah, I want because all women to to win, even black women. Black women deserve to be protected and provided for, just like other races mm-hmm. of women. And you know how they respect their women more and value. I I believe that as well. You know, so yeah, that's interesting that you that you say that because. Looking at different spaces on social media, it's like um, the black men are saying things like, you know, the black woman isn't good for nothing. But yet when the black women and all these divestment communities are coming about and the women are saying, well, we're leaving, we're, we're going to date out and stuff. It's like they're getting upset and they start talking about how they're there won't be, you know, a continuation of black people. Like, why do they care if if they're not going to be producers, the black males, and they're not going to step up and be the leaders? Like, you Well, know? that's what I'm perfectly for. Um, 
like I said, at the end of the day, it's who it's whoever makes you feel good. It's whoever you know is able to provide as far as a male, because a male like that's the gender role. The male is supposed to you know be able to provide. Um, that's you know one of your main responsibilities uh, as a male uh, is to provide. Um, if if a black man ain't doing that, by all means, you, you got to divest, you know, and, and get out there and, and see who else is out there. You know, I'm not saying all black men are bad, you know, because I'm a black man myself. And I feel as though that, you know, I try to do a pretty good job of making sure, I, you know, I hold my own and do and do what I have to do. Is there room for improvement? Always room for improvement for everybody on every type of, you know, doesn't matter where you're at. It's always room for improvement. But, you know. I, I'm all for black females if they if they need to get out of you know uh, of you know verbally men, you know mentally uh, you know physically you know you know abuse abuse situation um, and you know you want to date and date a different culture I, you know I'm all for that yeah I think so because like just um, you know me interacting with the different women on social media and you know talking to different women that I know, family, friends, and listen to their stories. When you sit down with them, it's like all the same story. The experiences they having with black men as a collective, it's like they're terrible. Like a lot of them think black men don't know how to love. They having these terrible experiences with them where they're being gaslighted, they're being silent treatment, if they have their own opinions, like it's, it seems like it's really bad. They're being told that um, if they go to school and get education, then that's a problem, you know, and they're looked down because of that. Um, if they're trying to have their own jobs and careers, anything that they do, it's like they getting beaten down for. It. Mm. And, you know, even with education, is, is that something as a black male, is you know because if you look listen to some of these you red pill um communities they talk as if you know the black men they don't care about stuff like that you're becoming a modern woman if you you know have your own finances and can hold your own weight and have education how do you feel about women having education in their own businesses and careers and being established for themselves. No, that's a that's definitely a good thing. And if you want to call people the modern woman or whatever the case may be, well, females modern woman, then so then so be. Because at the end of the day, we're living in a different time in a different area, and women and men are supposed to evolve, right? Mm -hmm. As years go by, you're supposed to evolve. So back in the day, like I said, this is when we on all the way back to the beginning of of this um, this podcast or whatever you can call it. Uh, we talked about how um, how red pill guys and how people in the manosphere they look at they try to pick different pieces and parts of like religion and slavery and they try to put it inside their stuff, right? So you know they're 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 leading back to that to where they they think that you know you're supposed to be more traditional, uh, you know, like how they were back in you know religious times. And, but weren't the men traditional and knew how to provide is, and, and protect? This is, and this is what I'm saying. Like okay. they know how they want to. They want to pick and choose what they want to talk about. 
because the men, like I said back in the day, the men were more they were they were more they were more equipped to 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 provide for a family than these men today. In a black so, community. So if if that's the case, women should be like, but then I want a traditional man. Yeah. Right? Then yeah, I don't want a modern man because this is red pill crap and this that's modern man stuff. Then I want a traditional you should say I want a traditional man. Mm-hmm. A traditional man that knows how to provide, mm-hmm. knows how to take care of a family, knows how to keep uh, you know keep the household together. But even if uh, a woman is um, evolving and having her own, that shouldn't negate the responsibilities of a man being a man. Oh, no. Because you can still have women who um, practice hypergamy and Mm. require men to be men and Mm. have men that is okay with having hypergamous women, but they still keep their independence. Why does that threaten men? Like, some men in the black community it's like if they have their independence it kind of threatened them like they look at it as um do you think that's like a controlling thing or what is that about it's a controlling thing but like i said before um it's it has something to do with what they pick and choose on on how they want to be mm-hmm. all right so what i'm saying is if you're a real man, it, it shouldn't matter to you regardless. You know, it should be by nature that you take care of your family and take care mm-hmm. of certain stuff by nature. But like I said, if they want to choose to go that route and talk about the modern woman, then they should understand what traditional roles of a man was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what they that's what they need to understand. But any man um, that understands these these roles, it shouldn't matter if a, if a female wants to work. It shouldn't matter if a female wants to own their own business. It mm-hmm. shouldn't matter because you're still, your main responsibility as a man is supposed to be able to take care of and provide for a family. Now, if the man wants to start their business too, start your own business. As long as you still make sure the, the core foundation is right. Once the core foundation is right, do, you know, go out and be what you want to be or do what you want to do. But that core foundation has to be established first, like first and foremost. You gotta have that core foundation of a, you know, knowing what your gen, you know, knowing what your role is, right? I, you know, understand people like, you know, you know, I, I don't believe in gender roles and all this stuff, but they're they're established there for they're established there for a reason, mm-hmm. and it's not like no law that says you have to do it. It's a, you know, it's it's something that's been established since time. It should be embedded in you to you to to be able to do certain stuff like that, um, to be able to provide and stuff like that. So I'm looking at it like now, you got a lot of men out there and you got a lot of platforms and it's even worse now because now we got the internet and stuff like that. And, you know, if men don't have a strong mind, um, it's easy for them to be uh, manipulated by other men. Yeah, especially younger generation. That's dangerous. Can you imagine a young men listening to these uh, red pill uh, talking points and they're coming up? That's like really dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. People have daughters and stuff that the next generation of men with that type of mentality, the, their daughters aren't safe with men who think like that. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. 
Um, what else did I want to speak on? I wanted to hit um, the whole baby mama culture and in the black community, the lack of marriage. Why don't you see that many black men um, wanting marriage? What is that about? Like I said, this leads back to our culture. It leads back to the entertainment culture. I mean, an entertainment culture actually publicizes their marriages, even though some are actually married, but you would never know because of the content of mm -hmm. what they push out. Because we only see the superficial things, the stuff that's on the surface. We don't see the stuff that's behind the scenes, how they take care of their families and who they're married to and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You don't actually see that, but they portray it like, you know, I'm just this lone guy, you know, doing all these girls and I got all the girls and stuff like that. And I just party all the time. So it's, you know, it's the, the reality, you know, versus, you know, what's entertainment. They don't know how to decipher that. You know what I mean? They look, they look at the, they look at the person and they just see what's around them. They don't see what the actual person's life is really like. Um, and having all these kids and stuff like that. I mean, like, like I said, that's, what they see on, you know, they, that's what they see on TV. That's what they see in their surroundings too. So not necessarily entertainment. That's what they see in their surroundings too. And they, and they think that they have to be like that. In reality, they don't have to be like that. So it just, it, you know, that's why it's more important for, especially young males to get outside of their comfort zone, uh, force them outside of their comfort zone, letting them know that there's more to life than just, um, you know, more to life than just money, cars, and all this stuff. There's a, there's a lot of good things out here in life um, that will give you peace and, and give you, uh, you know, a new sense of, you know, like a new perspective on life. Yeah, and I want to just address even um, education, educating themselves, because um, if you look through history, uh, many of us know that marriage can be used as a tool to create wealth. And, and that could be why the black community is lacking um, wealth because if it's not valued, um, the institution of marriage is you can create wealth through it. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah, but this is a wonderful discussion. I think I'm going to have you back on for part two. Do you want to say anything else before we? you know, leave anything to the black women in the black males or both of them as a whole, what would you want to say? All right. So black women, um, keep on doing what you're doing. Um, there's a lot of successful black women out there, um, doing a lot of great things out there for, um, not only their communities and trying to uplift their communities, but, you know, trying to, you know, let the community as a whole know, like, it's perfectly okay to be an astronaut. It's perfectly okay to be a lawyer. It's perfectly okay to be a police officer. It's perfectly okay to serve in the army. Be engineers. Um, being engineers. You know, it, it, you know, like, I, 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 I admire that a lot. Um, also, you know, don't be afraid to, you know, we talked about, don't be afraid to, to, to step outside your comfort zone when it comes to, you know, um, dating and stuff like that is perfectly fine to date outside the race. Like, I think it's perfectly fine. Uh, to the black man, get your stuff together. It's simple and plain. Take accountability. 
Um, there is black men out there that's really doing it right now. Yes, they you are. Know, and, and I'll and give them man T props. Is a, you're a prime example of an exceptional man with yeah. good character. Yes, you are. There's a, there's a I lot, can vouch for it. There's a lot of people <laughs> out there, right? Um, so I just, you know, just we just want to make sure that, you know, we send the positive role model, that, you know, especially for the children. And, you know, especially for the black males, let let the young black males know that there's just more than just entertainment and, and stuff like that. And the fast like that, that stuff only leads two places, you know, it either leaves you in jail or dead. Like, um, so you just want to get at us, you know, outside of those, um, that type of uh, what we call so-called normalcy. You, you, you want to get outside of that box. Um, but other than that, um, I appreciate being on here and um, that's that. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe for more cocktail conversation.